Good morning. Today is Sunday, December 11th, 2022. In this week's Torah portion by Yeshev, we meet two fascinating women who act in shocking ways with very different results. And their narratives are contiguous in our Torah portion. So we meet a woman named Tamar. And Tamar marries the son of Yehuda. Unfortunately, her husband dies, and she then marries the second son of Yehuda, and tragically, he dies. She would probably like to marry the third son of Yehuda, but Yehuda is not so fast to be willing to agree to that. And Tamar wants so much to be connected to this family that she does something that is shocking. She, she disguises herself and manages to uh, seduce, to have relations with Yehuda. And uh, she becomes pregnant. She's pregnant with twins. And uh, Yehuda somehow doesn't realize that this woman who he knows as his uh, former daughter-in-law uh, is pregnant and not married and he doesn't know who the father is and he is very upset about it, not really realizing that it's him himself and he is actually about to punish Tamar. Tamar, of course, could uh, clear herself by simply pointing out who the father is, Yehuda himself, but she does not do so even though her life and the life of her babies that she is carrying, those lives are at risk. And finally, at the last moment, it's revealed, and Yehuda realizes and says about this woman, Tamar, Tzad Kamimeni, you are even more righteous than I am. Okay? That's Tamar. Then we learn about a woman. We don't actually know her name but she is the wife of Potiphar. Potiphar is the minister in Egypt, Mitzrayim. When Yosef was sold by his brothers into slavery in Egypt, he ends up working in the household of this man named Potiphar. And Potiphar's wife tries to seduce Yosef, but Yosef says to her, it's not right. Your husband, my master, uh, uh, it would be a terrible sin against him. It's not the right thing. It's immoral. And Yosef refuses. And this woman, the wife of Potiphar, will not give up. She wants to have a connection to Yosef. And so finally, she, uh, when they are alone in the house, she tries to seduce him. And he refuses. He runs away. And she responds by accusing him, by accusing Yosef of trying to seduce her. Exactly what she did to him, she accuses him of doing to her. And of course, he's just a slave. She's the wife of an important minister. And she is believed. And Yosef is sent into prison and suffers terribly, degrading, humiliating. 
punishment of being in prison for something he did not do simply because of the spite and the anger of this woman. Now what's amazing is that our sages tell us that both of these women, Tamar and the wife of Potiphar, were nevios. They were prophetesses. They both knew that they were each destined to be a matriarch within the Jewish people. So here are two women. Both of them had prophecies. Both of them had righteous goals to be a matriarch within the Jewish people. Both of them used questionable means to achieve their goals. Why were the outcomes so different? Tamar, her offspring, lead to David HaMelech, King David, and all the other Davidic kings come from Tamar. The Mashiach that we are awaiting the Messianic, the, in the Messianic era, the Mashiach, the Messiah, will be a descendant of Tamar. The wife of Potiphar caused Yosef to go to prison. In fact, our rabbis tell us her vision was fulfilled, but in a very different way. Our rabbis tell us that eventually, ultimately, Yosef married her daughter. So it is true that from her descendants, there were leaders of the Jewish people, but not in the way that she intended. It was through her daughter. But she, the wife of Potiphar, was shamed by what she did. And for all time, she is known to us as an immoral and spiteful woman. How can there be such different results from two women with holy motives who act in similarly shocking manners? Why should it turn out so differently? Rabbi Yerucham Levavitz gives the following answer, and it is a crucial answer because it's relevant to every single one of us. The truest test of character, the truest test of our motives in achieving a certain goal is failure. Success is very nice. But failure is much more interesting. It's much more enlightening about our character. Many people start out with a noble mission for some goal. But when they fail, then what happens? Some say, well, that didn't work. I have a noble goal. I failed. I'll try another approach. Maybe I'll pray to God to help. Maybe Hashem has another route to be able to reach this goal. Or maybe there is some other goal that I should be pursuing. I'll try something else. Another person at failing to achieve a goal about which they think this is a noble goal, this is what I should be achieving, and they fail, they may become bitter. 
and they may try to achieve their goals by any means regardless of what immoral act they do or who they hurt. Tamar failed in her first attempt to join Yehuda's family. So she tried again, and the second time appeared to fail. And then she tried again. And the only way to be able to succeed would have been to embarrass Yehuda, and she refused to do that. She was willing to give up her life. She was willing to give up the lives of the twins that she was carrying rather than embarrass Yehuda. If that's what it takes to be able to gain this goal, I'm not willing to do that. In failure, Tamar, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> Tamar retained her nobility, her morality. She was ready to give up her dream her mission in order to protect Yehuda's dignity. God decided Tamar was the suitable mother of our greatest kings and leaders. In failure, the wife of Potiphar lashes out, causing Yosef to suffer the indignity and humiliation and shame of imprisonment to preserve her own dignity. And the shortcomings of her character are preserved for us for all time in the Torah. No one seeks failure. No one likes failure. But every one of us experiences it. When it happens, remember Tamar and the wife of Potiphar and consciously choose what your reaction to failure will say about your character in the future and perhaps for generations to come. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.